Hello, everyone. Welcome back to... I just made a very loud noise with my chair. Welcome back <laughs> to Capes and Japes. Um, I'm looking out the window as we're recording this to um, the place where a car drove into the side of a building. Oh. Uh, about two hours ago today. Um... My roommate texted me about it. Uh, everything seems to be fine. No one was hurt. They're cleaning it up now. But I don't know if there's going to be any sort of machinery or sirens or anything that they're going to bring out. So we'll we'll find out about that. Well, it's fine because I have three sleeping cats in my room and <laughs> one dog who literally, as I hit record, picked up a bone and started chewing on it. <laughs> <laughs> they know. They just know. It's time Penny, to interrupt a podcast. Penny's like, if you're not gonna give me your leftover corn dog, I'm just gonna make the most noise. <laughs> That'll show you. Just just a lot just just some chaos going on. But what else is new on Capes and Japes? Definitely not this. This is <laughs> this is old hat. This is the oldest oldest hat in the closet. The <laughs> <laughs> the oldest hat on the hat rack. <laughs> um, Who are we talking about today? Today on Capes and Japes, um, as you pointed out a couple weeks ago, we have somehow uh, touched on very few of the original New Mutants outside of uh, Roberto and Ileana. Um, and, like, Richter sort of counts, but not really. Richter hangs around with the New Mutants a lot, but he doesn't... He's not actually one of the New Mutants. No, he's just their friend. <laughs> he's just their pal. He's just the, a guy, you know. Um, so, uh, we are here to, to rectify that, starting now, because... We love these kids. Um, and I thought a good place to start would be with uh, one of the most iconic new mutants, Miss uh, Danny Moonstar, um, who we love to see. Um, so Danny, uh, short for Danielle Moonstar, um, she briefly uh goes by the code name Psyche, um, and then shortly after that changes it to Mirage, um, which I think is what she's used since then. Um, but I feel like most of the time people just call her Danny Moonstar. And maybe it's just because it's a very good name and people like to say it. But uh she was created for uh the original new mutants the uh 1982 graphic novel uh which as i think we've we've touched on before but we can explain it a little bit again since we're going to be talking about them again so marvel did this sort of graphic novel initiative in like the 80s and early 90s, where they, you know, came up with these somewhat more, like, prestige format stories that were 
meant to be published as graphic novels as opposed to, you know, single issues that could then be collected into trade paperbacks. Um, and The New Mutants was, uh, one of the early ones of, of this sort of initiative and one of the most successful ones, uh, because it, while like written as kind of, you know, a standalone story, uh, it led to the characters getting super popular and launching into an ongoing comic series, uh, that lasted for a very long time and has been rebooted uh many times since then and Danny was one of the uh original members in this graphic novel that introduced the concept of the new mutants which you know as the name implies was creating a bunch of new teen mutant characters uh who would have their own kind of story um it was Written by Chris Claremont, very, very, uh, prolific X-Men writer, uh, and drawn by, uh, Bob McLeod. And Danny is, uh, introduced, so she's a, uh, Northern Cheyenne, uh, teen who's from Colorado. Uh, and her mutant power is the ability to create illusions of people's greatest fears. Um, and not to, like, as she learns to, like, control her powers, she gains the ability to also create illusions of people's, like, greatest desires. Um, and she develops some more kind of, like, illusion abilities that aren't based on either of those things, um, where it's like she can, so from my understanding, she can, she develops the ability to create illusions of things that aren't, you know, people's fears or desires, but it has to be an illusion that she manifests from somebody else's brain. So... She can't put her own stuff in there. She can't put her own stuff in there. So I was reading... One thing that was trying to explain this was like, okay, she and Sam maybe had to like sneak in to somewhere fancy, but like obviously they didn't look like rich people. So she like... They were sneaking into like a hotel or whatever. So she like used her powers to manifest the, like, hotel concierge's idea of what, you know, a fancy couple walking into the hotel would look like. She also does- it's also a little confusing because she doesn't read minds, so she doesn't know what's what gonna happen. What's gonna happen before she does it. Like, it's not like- she, she, She's not going in there being like, oh, this guy's afraid of spiders. I'm going to make a spider. She's just like, here it comes. Whatever <laughs> happens, happens. Here's a fear. Um, I I love when her powers go from purely illusion to tangible. 
Yes, that is also a thing that happens. She it, goes, um... Because then it adds an extra, like, well, shit. Well, shit, now this is here. <laughs> she also gets, um, a bunch of other powers for other reasons that we will get into. Um, but I like this, like, right off the bat, this is fun because, one, like, such a good opportunity for tormented teen angst. Like, not only, like, Danny dealing with, like, her own fears and all of that, but also Danny dealing with the fact that her powers, uh, in their original form, mostly just really, really upset people. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, you know, great, great classic X-Men content. Um, and also it's like, a, it's a weird thing to use tactically like it can be very very useful in a lot of situations uh but you know it's one of those powers that you kind of have to figure out what the move is gonna be and not just like here i come i'm gonna shoot somebody with my big solar blast um (laughs) hey wouldn't it be really nice if we had a car right now Oh, shit, it would. Cool, I'm manifesting the car you're thinking about. (laughs) Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Oh my god, I just thought about how wild of a team-up Danny could have with Emma. Holy shit. Emma just puts a thought in somebody's head, and Danny can just pull that. Yeah. Unstoppable. Could you imagine <laughs> if instead of like Danny ending like Danny starting at um Xavier's if she started mm. at the Hellfire Club? Yeah, if she started at the Massachusetts Academy instead of yeah. <laughs> being kidnapped into it that one time the new mutants got kidnapped and were like, you have to go to this school now. And it's like that's Weird, Emma. This is all very weird. What are you talking about? This is a very weird move. And then Magneto had to break them out of Emma's school. (laughs) He's like, is this how you think a school is run, Emma? (laughs) Ma'am? And Emma's like, it works for my students. (laughs) And it's like, no, it doesn't. Look at them. They're fucked up. They're... <laughs> you've ruined perfectly good mutants, is what you've done. Look at them; they have anxiety. They have anxiety. <laughs> um, oh man. So, uh, Danny's uh, Danny's story is that um, her powers uh first ma- or not first manifested. They manifested a little bit when she was a teen, hitting puberty as is normal for mutants, like, freaking out some of the people around her. Uh, and then they manifested most significantly um, by uh, her having a vision of her parents being killed by a giant demonic bear. Uh, and after that, her parents went on a trip and disappeared. <laughs> They're like, oh um, shit, we die because of a bear? We gotta go. We gotta go. Um, and she is uh, raised after that by her grandfather, 
uh, a man named Black Eagle, who is able to protect her to an extent from her powers, and also this <laughs> demon bear, um, which is very... So, <laughs> we find out later that the, the demon bear is, is real, and it comes and it tries to kill Danny, and then they find out that her parents are alive and got turned into the demon bear... Or were trapped inside the demon bear in some way. Um, but also the demon bear is sort of its own thing with its own, like, specific goals. Mostly to kill Danny. <laughs> um, it's just a very fun, um, a fun thing to throw into your character backstory. Also, there's a huge spiritual bear that wants to kill them. Um, I mean, why not? Make yeah. it a little interesting. Go yeah, for it. Yeah, just throw that in there. Like, we've already um, had so many, like, shadowy government agencies, yes. evil mutants. Like, you gotta make up something new that wants to kill your mutant teens. <laughs> Why not um, a big bear? <laughs> just throw a bear in there for fun. Um, So, she... uh. She exits pursued by bear. She exits pursued by bear. That's that's a lot. That's <laughs> Danny's early story arc is just exiting places pursued by bear. Um, she's raised by her grandfather. Uh, he at one point they like go to stay with some like family friends. Um, and she gets into a fight with like their son who's like Danny's age. Um, and accidentally manifests her powers at him, uh, and, uh, freaks him out and then, uh, leaves. Um, her grandfather contacts, um, Professor Xavier, uh, because they had, uh, like, Xavier, like, had knew Danny's father at one point, so her grandfather knows who he is. Um, and is suggests to Danny that she, uh, go study with Xavier so she can learn to control her powers. Um, and at first she refuses because she doesn't trust this strange old man. Um, Fair. Yeah, I mean, uh, truly who could blame her? I also do not trust Professor Charles Xavier. Um... <laughs> And then her, um, when she's, like, arguing with her grandfather about this, um, she accidentally, like, manifests an image of him dying. And she's like, okay, maybe I should go. <laughs> um, and then her grandfather does actually die, um, because he gets, uh, killed by Donald Pierce. Um, a Hellfire Club member who's is sort of the, the big bad of the original New Mutants uh, story. Um, so she, I think, like, almost gets captured by the Hellfire Club, but she gets away um, and joins up with uh, Professor X and Karma and uh, 
ultimately the other new mutants. Um, and they, uh, they form, they form this team. Uh, Karma is, I think, initially the leader, um, and then she leaves and it passes to, like, Danny and Sam, uh, working as, like, co-leaders, um, which kind of remains the dynamic even when they're, like, not the new mutants anymore. I feel like Danny especially is, like, a lot of times, like, everybody's just kind of like, Danny, what do we do? Danny, please. Danny, please help. You have ideas. Um, she, uh, so she obviously is very close friends with all of them. She's, like, good friends with Sam because they're, like, you know, these this co-leaders together. I think, like, at one point there's, like, a brief romance between them. Um, and she's also very close, <laughs> probably closest, uh, with Rain Sinclair, uh, Wolfsbane, who I'm... Just uh, went into this assuming we're going to talk about next week because... Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it would be messed up to do Danny and then not do Rain immediately. Um, Part of this is because um, Danny's uh, abilities, like, enable her to kind of commune with animals. Like, she can manifest images of animal fears. um, And she, like... She has this kind of, like, empathic connection. Um, so she's able to communicate in some capacity with Rain when Rain is in her werewolf form. And they form this psychic bond that both of them love to talk about whenever they talk to or about each other or someone is talking to or about the two of them. They love to specifically mention that Rain and, and Danny have a, a a very special, intense psychic bond. I mean, it it's good is the thing. <laughs> the the thing is, it is great content. Um her version of the kind of X-Men costume is she's wearing mostly the same outfit as everybody else, but she has a, uh, like, turquoise belt and some kind of, like, brown boots, um, and she also, she has a bow and arrow that she's, uh, seen with a lot, um, I mean, I think partly because she, you know, they aren't especially, like, offense-heavy powers, so she's like, well, I need I need something to do to hurt people sometimes. <laughs> um and then later like in uh you know the landscape of her shifting powers at some point she gets the ability to like concentrate her powers into like psychic arrows that she can shoot at people that like shoot a concentrated beam of fear illusion just right into them. That'll mess you um, up. That'll, that'll really, that'll really get ya. Um, as, uh, as mentioned, at some point, the New Mutants do get captured by Emma Frost, 
and the Massachusetts Academy, and then they just have to go to school there. Um, and they, uh, develop an ongoing rivalry with sort of Emma's personal, uh, team, the Hellions, uh, which carries over into, like, in New Mutants, like, Gen 2, where it's, uh, Prodigy and, like, that whole, uh, group. They also have a version of the Hellions that they're also rivals with. Um, Danny ends up kind of, uh, developing a friendship with one of the members of the Hellions, uh, James Proudstar, uh, who is also Native American. He's Apache, so they bond over that. Um, (laughs) Looking at their teams, wow. (laughs) Fucked up, isn't it? (laughs) Some fucked up stuff going on here. Um, We're friends, but also enemies. It's fine. It's, it's, listen, it's X-Men. It's all like that. Yep. Um, the, uh, the New Mutants also, um, help Danny when the, uh, Demon Bear, uh, reappears and, uh, tries to kill her, like, attacks her and, like, hurts her really, really badly, uh, and they have to take her to the hospital and, uh... While they're at the hospital, uh, the demon bear reappears and, like, teleports them all to, like, a weird, like, separate dimension where they have to fight it. Um, and I think, uh, Ileana ends up, like, uh, destroying it with the, the soul sword where they discover that, uh, Danny's parents were the bear or were trapped inside the bear. Um, there's all <laughs> very, very, <laughs> very weird thing. A lot happens here. in New Mutants. <laughs> a lot happens a lot happens in New Mutants. Um there's a there's a really I feel like I have to mention this because I can't it's so weird. The the demon bear Possesses two people, two normal people, like a nurse at the hospital, a police officer, and like it turns them native. It turns they are no longer white. It makes them not. It it's so it's like like it turns them like at first he's like they're like under the demon bear's control and they look like 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 scary like Cheyenne like warriors and then. They kill the demon bear, and they're not possessed anymore, and they, they're not scary warriors, but they are now Native American, and they're not white anymore, and they have to go, <laughs> they have to leave, like, this nurse has to go, like, work for the X-Men because she can't explain to anybody else. <laughs> she stopped being white. <laughs> I I feel like in the Marvel universe, if you went to work and you're, they're like, wait, what? And it's just like, I'm so sorry, I got possessed by a demon bear. It's like this is definitely very offensive, but it's it's like offensive in such an unhinged way that I I can't talk about it without laughing. And I think, if I remember correctly, 
it's been a while since I've read this, but I do remember this mm-hmm. part. And I feel like at some point, just like as an offhand thing, because I think the one guy, like, they both start working at Xavier's because they're like, well, what the fuck else am I going to do? <laughs> and I feel like at some point they do experience a racism and they're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Holy but shit. I don't. I cannot remember if that is, like, I I could be making this up. I have no idea. I read so much New Mutants all at once. That is so, so buck wild. But it's like, (laughs) oh my god. Holy shit. (laughs) Hey, let's change these people's lives forever. Let's change their race. Let's change their, their whole race. ethnicity. But just like, you know, we don't give them the culture or anything. No. Just we change the way that they look. So now they are perceived as Native American. How would that fuck up their day? Well, see, we do still live in a country where racism is rampant, so probably that. Probably would fuck it up quite a bit. Um, God. Yeah. It's so wild. That's just, that's just, I, that doesn't have a lot of bearing on Danny's, you know, personal arc, but I did have to say it because it (laughs) is so bonkers. And I mean, they're Um, there. Danny talks to them. Like, (laughs) (laughs) they interact. Um, God. There's, um, also this story where the new mutants get uh transported to Asgard uh and Danny encounters this uh winged horse who she names Brightwind um I think after like a horse she had when she was a kid and uh discovers that <laughs> this horse is one of the Valkyries winged horses uh, the and... thing is, she doesn't just discover it. She does, like, save it from some, like, weird hunters that hunt down the Valkyrie's horses. <laughs> She's like, oh shit, this horse is in danger. I'm gonna save this horse. <laughs> I gotta help this horse. Everybody hold on. <laughs> she she forms a bond with the horse. <laughs> yes. Um... Well-known X-Men horse girl, Danny Moonstar. The Valkyries are like, holy shit, I guess you're one of us now? Yeah. Um, the- she- she forms this psychic bond with this horse, and, uh, Brightwind chooses Danny as his rider, and in so doing, because it's a Valkyrie horse, it gives her Valkyrie powers, and a- a- Makes her basically a Valkyrie, um, which, uh, she, when they leave Asgard, um, this first time, Danny comes with them, takes Brightwind with her, she just has a cool flying horse now, um, and she also has, uh, the Valkyrie ability to sense uh, when people are going to die, um, so she can see kind of, like, an aura around them when something bad is going to happen. 
which uh manifests i think pretty shortly after um she uh this happens when she like encounters uh like her old like childhood friend uh that she accidentally used her powers on and then ran away and finds out that now he's like super racist and sucks um and realizes that he's going to die um and tries to prevent it but ultimately uh lets him go um and then i think he apologizes for being racist well that's you know (laughs) that's something (laughs) oh shit i'm dying danny i'm so sorry oh damn danny i fucked up i fucked it up um she also as mentioned before she gets the ability to make her like psychic manifestations physically real (laughs) um and it's like she can manifest them and then she can't get rid of them until she makes a new thing (laughs) um so that's just a fun a fun little wrench to to throw in there um she makes (laughs) she creates a car to drive home gets pulled over and then creates a fake license but when she creates the license, the car goes away. <laughs> and then she has to ride away on her horse. Um, I mean, fair. Yeah. You've got a flying fair. horse. Just ride. Just go. Um, at uh, some point, the team returns to Asgard. Uh, because Hela is trying to take over. And she, like... Because Danny is a Valkyrie, Hela is able to, like, magically, psychically, like, influence her, um, and make her try and attack her friends. So the New Mutants, with a few other people, go to Asgard, they fight Hela, um, and ultimately, uh, Danny chooses, like, feels responsible for, you know, being controlled by Hela, chooses being a Valkyrie over being a new mutant and decides to stay on Asgard uh, for a while, just doing Valkyrie things. Um, so she's, she's there for a while. Uh, and then when she shows up again, it's with the explanation that she got, like, Exile from Asgard. Um, Brightwind is now, like, black and has, like, bat wings. And he's called Darkwind. Uh-oh. I don't think he's any more evil or anything. He's just goth-looking. Um, and she secretly joins uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. and is sent to infiltrate this, like, pro-mutant terrorist group called the Mutant Liberation Front. Um, where she, uh, she becomes friends with, like, one, one of the the members. Um, She gets there and she makes friends. She gets there and she makes friends because she's Danny. Just like a new mutant. New mutants (laughs) just show up places and make friends with other teens. They love it. They love to do it. Danny, Um, we were supposed to take them down. Yeah, but I kind of like them. I kind of like these guys. 
Um, she, uh, this is where she gets the ability to, like, shoot her psychic arrows. Um, she also, like, she runs into the New Mutants, um, a couple times, and they're like, oh no, Danny's on this evil team now, but, you know, she's just, she's a, she's a double agent, don't worry. Um. (laughs) Oh no, Danny's evil. Uh, is she though? Like, I would... (laughs) I would look at that and be all like, okay, so what's up here, Danny? Do you want to, like, meet later and talk about this? Do you need a friend? Yeah. Do you need somebody to talk to? (laughs) We'll we'll meet up at a diner and then go to a second location in, like, a park or something where nobody will be listening. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. We'll have Ileana take us to to Limbo. We'll talk about it in Limbo. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, Limbo is kind of, you know, the vibes are weird, but the vibes nobody will are be weird, listening through us. But the privacy? Top notch. <laughs> as long as Absolutely. you don't mind weird little guys listening in. <laughs> but at least it's not, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, she, uh, they take down the Mutant Liberation Front. She is on X-Force for a pretty brief amount of time this is like basically while she was gone the new mutants got rebranded to x-force because cable showed up and was like all right now you guys are an elite black ops strike team and we're called x-force we're not called x-factor even though olivia can never tell those two apart (laughs) um to be honest i did uh i was gonna talk about this later but i uh bought some x-factor books because they were half off at my comic book store i do have them next to me and i did have to look over like is x-force the one no i got (laughs) x-factor what did i buy (laughs) what did i buy x-factor yes um she's also on the x-men proper for a little bit uh and then uh when the New New Mutants are introduced, um, that, uh, Prodigy, Elixir, uh, Wallflower, Wind, Wind Dancer, all of, all of those guys, um, Danny is asked by Xavier to be kind of the mentor for this team, um, and she helps train them. She's the one who, like, tracks most of them down and invites them to the school, um, she helps train them. She, like, uh, becomes, uh, Josh Foley's legal guardian after his parents disown him for being a mutant. Um. Rude. Rude of them. Um, she, there's also, like, very briefly while she's on X-Force, she, like, for, like, a hot minute, she gets these, like, wild, like, quantum energy powers, um, and then loses them pretty much just as quickly. Um, it's like she can, uh, like, shoot, like, blasts and, like, heal people and, like, sense energy fields, a whole weird thing. Um, she, uh, so she's in, like, the... Uh, mid-2000s, when House of M happens, uh, Danny is one of the people to 
lose her powers. Um, she uh, leaves the school, um, as do other depowered mutants, because it's not really safe for them. Um, she, uh, for a little bit, she helps the uh, initiative um, after Civil War, which is kind of the the squad that that's training teen superheroes so they you know don't do dangerous things like what led to civil war um she still helps out with like the new mutants on like a couple of occasions despite not having powers um she does get a a bunch of new weapons (laughs) um she also uh during siege i think she uh regains her valkyrie powers um she like strikes a deal with hella to get her valkyrie powers back to help with the utopia and the siege stuff um and then i think i think she keeps the valkyrie powers for a while but she doesn't have her original mutant powers uh until she a bunch of the new mutants um get like infected by the techno-organic virus which (laughs) we will have to talk about at some point i don't know if we're gonna do doug and warlock in this batch but it's a whole (laughs) so whole this the Techno-organic virus is one of my favorite comic book things. Because I, like, I love the vibes, but it, it's nonsense. It makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> it is I in love no their way. Commitment. It, it is in it no way real not... or plausible. But the vibes. <laughs> the vibes are so important. Um, so I think, like, they all, they get infected. And they're, like, imprisoned and, like, uh, working, like, basically, like, brainwashed. And then they get rescued. And I think when they get cured of the virus, Danny gets her powers back? Not positive. They get cured of the virus because, uh, Dark Beast manages to channel the virus into just a random, uh, Madrox clone. They're like, just just put it all on this guy. And then they call the Madrox clone Warlocks. Like L-O-X, like Warlock and Madrox. They love, love to make Warlock portmanteaus in the New Mutants. They can't get enough of it. They call Dan- Danny gets, yeah, Danny gets infected. It's like, oh no, Moonlock, Douglock, <laughs> it's Warlocks. It's, they cannot get enough of it. Um, we're gonna have to talk about Warlock at some point, cause we really we oh, gotta man. we gotta dive into that. We gotta unpack Warlock. If we talk about Warlock, we gotta talk about Doug. Did yes, we, ta- we haven't talked it's... about Doug. <laughs> we haven't talked about Doug. We gotta talk about Doug and Warlock, guys. Strap in, strap in for a uh, uh, the wild ride of Doug and Warlock, but. We might be on a long run for new mutants. We have no self-control. 
<laughs> sorry, DC fans. <laughs> sorry, sorry, DC fans, including me. Um, we just gotta, we really gotta unpack these guys. Going into um, Pride Month, it's just New Mutants. <laughs> it's New Mutants, baby. Um, she, uh, more recently, um, during War of the Realms, uh, Danny, like, again gets summoned to Valkyrie duties, uh, cause, you know, uh, Asgard stuff is happening. Um, she, I think, like, I think she's, like, the official Valkyrie of Hell, H-E-L, um, so she's involved with all that, and currently she's shown up in the present run of New Mutants, uh, while, uh, Krakoa is happening, um, with, uh, a bunch of the, uh, the original New Mutants are there, along with, uh, some, some others, um, she helps, like, she helps Karma, like, die and resurrect, uh, which is a thing you can do on Krakoa, um, there's also, like, uh, one point where she's on, um, a team called the Fearless Defenders, which is, like, an all-female, like, sort of, Avengers adjacent team. Um Misty Knight is there, uh Clea, Elsa Bloodstone. Um, I don't think this lasts very long, but she is like primarily like there in her like Valkyrie uh vibe, which does look very cool. Um I mean Danny is very cool. Um as like as as far as hashtag representation goes, um, there are really, really not a lot of, like, indigenous, uh, superheroes, and many of the ones that do exist, especially that existed before Danny, are, like, bordering on caricature. <laughs> like, there's some really, there's, there's some some rough stuff in the history of, uh, native superheroes. Um, and Danny isn't, obviously I don't get to decide if Danny is, like, good rep or not. Um, I was reading some, you know, various, like, indigenous critics, like, takes on Danny. Um, like, she's not perfect. Um, obviously, but she is a character who is, you know, very open with and connected to her, like, Cheyenne heritage, but also it's not the Just, only thing that she does. She's, um, she gets to be a character. She gets to be a person. Um, Which is more than could be said about a lot of characters in comics, especially when they yeah. are not white men. Yes, as it turns out, um, she gets to be, you know, she gets to be cool and powerful and have these, like, pretty interesting powers and also, like, be dealing with her own, you know, traumas and anxieties and all that stuff. And she has, uh, she has friends who she loves, um, 
And uh, what, one of the things I was reading was somebody who was like kind of disappointed in like the span after like Danny like loses her X-Men powers and they kind of just focus on the Valkyrie thing. Uh, which is, you know, fair to have like a, an indigenous character just be like kind of centralized in this uh, very Norse white mythology. mythology. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> what if what see... if we took what if we took this native woman and we just made her something that's a completely different culture? Just think about that. What about that? Um, yeah, but uh, thankfully now uh, that uh, things things seem to be back to you know OG Danny focusing on her actual mutant powers which is great because her powers are uh great um yeah we love we love her we love to see her um did you have you did you did buy some comics i did purchase some Mm -hmm. comics some comics comics i got my you know typical polls that i am so far behind on (laughs) Um, there's apparently a new Marvel Voices, uh, which I didn't realize until it came out of my poll box. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Look at that! Yeah. And then I went to my comics, uh, shop's half-off section, and I saw that there were four trade paperbacks of X Factor. And I'm like, (laughs) do I? Actually, no. Three trade paperbacks. One of them is hardcover. <laughs> oh, boy. But it's like volume 2, 3, 4, and 13. Oh, okay. So I'm just like, well, I pro- the thing is, I probably am going to read these at some point. Yeah. Um, other, other things that they had on the half-off shelf was one of the trades from the Superman Batman 2003 oh. run and I'm like yeah okay yeah yeah that'll get ya and then um JLA the hypothetical woman Gail Simone uh which I'm just like I don't know what this is about but I do want to know about this hypothetical woman <laughs> I would love to learn about a hypothetical woman I mean also on on the cover Superman is holding the Flash, who looks very, like, stricken. And I'm like, this is compelling to me, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it looks like Wonder Woman might be punching somebody in a military uniform. It could be... I don't know what country this is from. But Wonder Woman's about to punch a military man, and that's very good to me. Also, Jon Stewart probably deserves it. That's always a good time. <laughs> always love to see him. Always happy to see him. Um, this was a um, a a pretty big, pretty eventful week. Uh, this past week, um, the She Hulk uh trailer came out. The <laughs> CGI looks very bad. Um, I don't know how true it is, but I saw a thing that was like. Apparently she was beefier 
and then throughout edits they're like can we make her smaller <laughs> and it's like oh my god why, why would you do this did you not see how the internet went buck wild over this nine foot tall woman not that long ago did yeah. you no make her make her big <laughs> Yes. I All mean, I want to do is see you turn into a giant woman. <laughs> this is, come on, it's right there. Um, I will say, like, the complaints are valid. And if they did make her less beefy than she was at first, it sucks. But, like, I have seen some people, like, how come Hulk is, like, a, you know, a giant guy and She-Hulk is, like, just, like, a, green a very woman. Tall, strong woman? And it's, like... Well, well, yes, but that isn't, that is how it's been in the comics, which is not to say it's good, but it's not a thing that Disney invented. Hulk's sexual dimorphism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, She-Hulk trailer came out, everyone was dunking on the bad CGI. I do hope that... I didn't like, actually they... watch it, so I don't know how bad the CGI is. It looks real bad. Some oh, people were no. saying, like, maybe the effects aren't finished yet, which I, mm, I do kind of hope, because I do, like, I like, I love Tatiana Maslany, obviously. I think she's great, and I like... How did I not even realize that, that it was Tatiana Maslany? <laughs> well, um, for some inexplicable reason they've <laughs> cast you know one of the most versatile actresses currently working and then just put ugly 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 cgi over her in a bunch of the shots um i should know what tatiana Maslany looks like i had i had a lot of tumblr mutuals who were really into orphan black <laughs> i've seen so much so many different facets of this woman's face yeah exactly if you have friends if you've seen any of Orphan Black, you've seen Tatiana Maslany's face, like, probably at least six or seven times. <laughs> um, so, She-Hulk trailer, um, it was also announced that, uh, Daredevil is going to be, uh, making its way to Disney+. Plus. New, new Daredevil. Like, unknown if it's going to be a reboot of Netflix Daredevil or a continuation of Netflix Daredevil. Presumably they're keeping the same cast, or at least most of the same cast, but it is, I think, a new, like, creative team. So, we'll see. But, I mean, I do want to see Daredevil. Um, my my burden to bear is that I <laughs> love, I love to see Daredevil. I um, do love to see him, and I do love to see him be sad, and Charlie Cox God. does do that very well. Charlie Cox loves to make a sad face. Um, and get beaten up and look <laughs> sad about it. Um, the two most important things for Daredevil. You gotta be able to look sad and you gotta be able to take a punch. <laughs> um. Also Catholic guilt. It was so crucial. Um, the Eisner Award nominees, uh, got announced. Um, Notably, Nightwing got uh, nominated for a bunch of stuff. Um, IMO, deservedly. Uh, I really, really love the current Nightwing. Um, also, uh, Immortal Hulk. Um, 
Strange Academy. I think uh, Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow was on there. Um, a bunch of stuff. That, and, you know, that's just the, like, superhero stuff. Um, I was... Uh, oh, Good Asian uh, got nominated for limited series, which I have to finish. Uh, nice House on the Lake. Um, what else is on here? Oh, Wind. I should read Wind. Sorry, I'm just looking at the Eisner nominees to remind myself things I can see if they're at the library. Um, but, uh, I was definitely very, uh, I, I saw the most about Nightwing. Um, most, presumably because I follow the people involved with Nightwing. Um, but I was, like, very excited about that. Um, yeah. Um, and what, oh, um, in, I haven't, I didn't get the issue yet, but in the recent issue of Batman the Night, um, Bruce almost kisses a man, um, and I saw a bunch of people saying, like, Bruce is bi, and then I saw someone else, like, no, he's just, like, doing this because he's, like, trying to... You know, he's, like, trying I, to, like, trick this, this now, guy. See, I did flip through the issue when I went to the comic yes, shop. Because I was like, is this the one where... <laughs> is this the one that I saw Bruce by? And mm -hmm. I flipped through it, and, like, it does get very close. And then they do get interrupted. And mm -hmm. also Bruce does pickpocket him. <laughs> so, oh, well, could, could be both. Could be both. Listen, there's no, there's no law saying you can't, you know, trick someone into almost kissing you so you can pickpocket them, but also still be bisexual. Honestly, I, I mean, be gay, do crime. Be gay, do crime. Anyways, very excited for Chip Zdarsky to, uh take over Batman this summer and be like, what's up? He's bi now. This is why I wanted Tim Drake to be in it. I wanted them both to talk about how bisexual they were. You Holy can't take shit. it back. If Chip Zdarsky does this, it will truly be the season of Capes and Japes. It, it will. It will be the year of Capes and Japes. Um, Chip, don't let us down. Chip, um, please. You will. I will make... A shrine in your honor if you make Batman buy. <laughs> um, Canonically God. for realsies in the main timeline, please, Chip yes. Zdarsky. Please, Chip I, Zdarsky, you're our only hope. Chip Zdarsky, if I subscribe to your, if I paid subscribe to your Substack, can I like at you and ask for this? <laughs> just once a week, just like. Batman by? Batman by? Chip, please. I can comment on these now. I paid money so that I have access to you. Please let Bruce Wayne kiss a man in the main timeline and it not be a trick or a joke or anything. Make it so that DC cannot rip it from my cold gay hands. <laughs> oh my god. Huge, huge mood. Um... Anyways, I think those were all the the comics, the comics books, things that were going on uh, that I can remember anyways. And 
This has been, uh, we've been talking for a while, so <laughs> I'm going to, to wrap it up. Um, we, you, if you, hey, if you want to keep up with us on the internet and see when we post new episodes, you can follow us on, uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, uh, and Facebook. Just find us at Capes and Japes. Uh, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com uh, is our email address. Uh, we have a Discord server uh, where you can <laughs> come and uh, see if Batman's by, get updates on whether Batman is by yet, um, among other things. Uh, we have a Patreon. Um, I do want to mention... Since we talked about Danny, um, our bonus episode that we did a while ago on the New Mutants movie, um, of which Danny is the protagonist, is maybe my favorite bonus episode we've ever done. Um, so you should go join our Patreon and listen to that, maybe. Just a suggestion. Um, I feel like we that movie made us so unhinged. <laughs> That movie really, like, did something to our brains. Also, Danny got to kiss Rain in it. <laughs> yes, this, that's that's really just a critical sort of fulcrum of the whole thing, is that Danny and Rain do kiss in the, like, spoilers, but, it, like, <laughs> it's a bad movie. You shouldn't watch it, but they do kiss in it. And and they messed up their movie so bad that, like, people aren't even talking about Danny and Rain finally getting together in some medium. Nobody even knew about it! Oh my god. Go go listen to our bonus episode. It's, it's, it's an unhinged episode about an unhinged movie. Um, and then while you're there, you can also listen to all of our other bonus episodes that we've done. Oh, woofing. I, I, I gotta go. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, leave a rating and review. Uh, uh, tell a friend about the show. Go, uh, come back and join us. Thank you for listening to Games and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have a Briar. And as always, I gotta telepathically communicate with this dog. What is up, Penny? <laughs> Bye! <laughs>